Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. If you ever take the opportunity to watch some of the videos of some of the winning world champion speeches, you'll see that those speakers go big. It's all about using all the stage and all their body and whatever props they've brought along. So go ahead, stand on the chair, provided you've checked to make sure that your chair will support you, or skip or fall down. Be safe, but be inspiringly big. Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10 with your host, Kim Cratchy. If you're new to Toastmasters or just curious, this podcast is for you. We examine the Toastmasters education program and add just a few bits of extra information to help you face your fears and step up to the stage with confidence. When you're ready to discover the voice inside you and the leader you can become, Toastmasters will be there. Let's start at the beginning with Toastmasters 101. You made it. All those other speeches are done, and you are at the summit of the Toastmaster Competent Communicator Manual. All the skills you've worked on, all the techniques you've learned, are now ready to flower into an inspirational speech. Are you inspired? The icebreaker speech is only four to six minutes long. Projects two through nine are all five to seven minutes long. Now you're breaking into the big leagues, the eight to 10 minute speech. Okay, not so big league, but bigger. Inspiring your audience with a big hearted message and lots of emotional appeals sounds simple. The trick of picking a good topic is probably as simple as finding something that inspires you. I'm not talking about religious fervor or political commitment. What do you do because it excites you? Hobbies are a great starting place. What hobbies do you have that you would like to include others? Do you have a particular practice that you think others would benefit from? Such as powerlifting, tai chi, or polka dancing? Maybe you're a huge fan of a specific TV show. Creating a desire in them to come along for the ride is a significant part of public speaking and leadership. At this point, If you haven't moved out from behind the lectern for your speeches, it's time to move. The training wheels have got to come off. That's a scary step. It's taking away many people's favorite prop, prop being the operative word. They've grabbed a hold of the lectern to control shaking hands or fear or concern that somebody's going to faint. The lectern is a safe place until now. It's time to take that first step away. In some room setups, that's harder to get away from the lectern because the arrangement of the seats and tables makes getting out in front harder. If you contact your club sergeant at arms in advance, you might be able to get the room rearranged in a better way for your presentation. Getting out from behind the lectern leads to a new set of problems. Where do you stand? What if the only option is to move in front of someone who will then only see your profile or worse, your back? Stagecraft is an art. If you're going to have your back to anyone, you can try to minimize the effect with strong eye contact and a smile that might make them feel less bothered by that. But frankly, that only goes so far. Good movement 
excellent eye contact, and great content help. This is where a PowerPoint presentation might be useful, as it gives the audience who can't see your face something else to look at as long as you don't stand in front of the screen. If you're excited about your topic, you're going to move. Maybe not always in the best ways. Bouncing and swaying are almost never good choices unless you're pretending to be a kid on a boat. But you'll learn what works for you and what does not. I will tell you one thing that I've tried time and again that never works. Leaning on one arm. I've tried to use it as a way to convey emotion and all I've ever gotten is bad feedback. Save yourself from that negative evaluation. Thinking of your speaking space as a stage frees you from the constraints of a lectern and it opens up the world. You could bring a chair to sit in. You might bring in a big prop that otherwise you'd just use a picture of. You get to go big. I'm not going to try to pull you back from that, although others might. Don't get too out there, but this is the time to get out there. If you ever take the opportunity to watch some of the videos of some of the winning world champion speeches, you'll see that those speakers go big. It's all about using all the stage and all their body and whatever props they've brought along. So go ahead, stand on the chair, provided you've checked to make sure that your chair will support you, or skip or fall down. Be safe, but be inspiringly big. Just because you're at the last project of the manual does not mean that we expect you to be perfect. This is the time to experiment. This stage is the site for experiments, for taking chances. Toastmasters wants you to step out and try these new skills, even if you're not perfect. None of us are perfect. In the best sense, we're all trying new things and learning how to use them for good. Don't be afraid of this speech. No one's going to punch you in the face if you try something and it fails. Our job is to help you find what works and refine that. Your job is to give us the opportunity to discover what you uniquely bring to public speaking. That alone is pretty inspiring. In review, inspiration is big. Bigger time for your speech, bigger ideas for your audience to consider, bigger stage for you to perform on. While the inspirational speech is supposed to be emotional, take time to rationally consider your performance space and move out from behind the lectern. Change is a big challenge, but big challenges are opportunities for growth. Toastmasters projects provide you with the chances to experiment and find your own voice. Just in case you need to review, you can find a complete list of our episodes on our website, Toastmasters101.net, to inspire your Project 10 speech preparations. But are you finished after the Competent Communicator Manual is finished? You don't have to be. Watch for our next podcast, What's Next? The longer you're in Toastmasters, the more likely you'll find that many of your fellow Toastmasters have achieved their goals or their lives have changed and they don't continue their memberships. Toastmasters International has said that about a 40% turnover in membership per year isn't unexpected. That's why a club needs to host regular new member drives. 
Toastmasters International has three membership contests per year to encourage clubs to host open houses and do other things to bring in guests. Being on a committee that plans that kind of event or contest is one of the tasks in the Competent Leadership Manual. If your club hasn't had any activity focused on bringing in guests or working to convert guests to members, then talk to your club officers about it and volunteer to chair one. Your district has plenty of suggestions how to do it. Our music today is from Incompetech.com. Meeting adjourned. <laughs>